Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Love and Movies podcast. I am Eric. And I'm Monica. And today we're going to talk a little about life living with our parents, <laughs> I guess. <Yes. laughs> um, we were what, late, late yeah. 20s and moving back in with our parents. I was so early my 30s. Parents. What can I say? Yeah. Um, I robbed the cradle. Um, so Eric's parents were kind enough to let us get back on our feet at their house when we moved up north. So it was definitely, I guess I could say, a, a humiliating time for us. Um, we felt like, you know, we had gone wrong a little bit. Not yeah, somewhere along the way we some messed something it, up. <laughs> some of it our fault, some of it not, you know, right. but, but um, we needed to get back on our feet. We had declared bankruptcy we lost the house we were kind of starting with a clean slate um we were living with eric's mom and dad to save some and money we had we no. i mean at that point we had no money right because that, i mean everything that we saved was was gone spent moving so yeah, and then yeah. lawyer fees and whatever mm -hmm. and yeah it was gone so we needed to try to save up some money so we could get our own place you know we only had one car at the time also and so they were cool enough to give you an office space in the basement. It was kind of like a, a storage yeah, they have closet, a, I guess. Yeah, they have a three they have a three bedroom house, and then and a down, and a finished basement and a finished basement. And in the basement, there's one room that's like you know it's it's a storage room. It's a big closet area, and I they let me set up my desk in there, so I was able to work remotely from there uh, for my job that I still have in Florida and. Um, I would, you know, just go down to the basement and go, close my door to my little office and just work right in there. And it was it was a good space to work in too. I mean, it wasn't bad. It it was right next to where the internet came into the house too, so it was like, you know, a perfect place to have it and mm -hmm. just hold myself up down there so I could work all day. Um the other fun thing was that we kind of alternated cooking nights. So um, yeah, that was part of that was part of the rental agreement. Yeah, we shared in the <laughs> cooking dinners. Um, so we each had three nights a week, and then Sundays we called our Melinda called. I guess get get your uh, what was it? Get what get you what want. you want night. It was yeah. get what you want night in the house, which is so which is something that we did when we were kids too. We would you know have our regular family dinners every night, uh, Monday through Saturday, and then Sunday was always get what you want. And, you know, most of the time for us kids, it was a bowl of cereal or whatever, but it was, you know, we could get, a lot of times it still is, so but nothing has changed there. Nothing's changed there. No, I'm still a cereal guy. Definitely. But you know, it would, that was just what we would go for. So, you know, Sunday was always get what you want in our house and it still is. So, um, but I guess I would say about, um, what, a year and a half, maybe, after we moved up north, mm -hmm. we finally were in a position to get our own place. Um, so we found through the employer that I had at the time, he had a uh, condo that they were moving out of, and we rented that from him. And it, it worked out great for about three and a half years or so. Um, it was a, a cute little place, two bedrooms, two bathrooms, mm -hmm. uh, nice, quiet little, kind of like a cul-de-sac almost. Yeah, we it talked a little just, bit about it last episode too, yeah, just and, touched briefly on it, but it was a, it's basically, you know, 10 buildings or whatever on two sides of a big paved driveway that pulls into all the garages on either side. 
And, you know, so it was, it was like, it's sort of like a cul-de-sac, a really long one. <laughs> and you had a, 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 your own little office space in there too. Yeah, you know, it was we a small carved, place. Out a, carved out an office for me in the, in the laundry room, which was kind of funny. It was not, it but was. But you know, the laundry room was big. You gotta, It, you it know, was gotta bigger than most laundry rooms. But yeah, once you got my desk in there, there was about, I don't know two feet of clearance between me and the water heater. <laughs> <laughs> but anytime and we would do like with, when we have meetings with my company and they'd put me up on the screen or whatever, you know, I'd have the camera pointed at me to do the video chats or whatever. And there's, you know, a washer on one side and a water heater on the other and pipes running across the back of the wall. It was a little, it was a little hokey, but it got the job done. So, mm -hmm. And the, our landlord let us run a you know internet wire into there, so I was able to get the internet in that room and and work right out of that room. And it, it, I think I think it ended up working really well there too. I yeah. mean, it was small, but it was it kept me separate from the rest of the house because otherwise I would have been you know getting up at five thirty six o'clock in the morning and getting on my computer in the same room while you're trying to sleep, and it would have mm -hmm. just been a mess. So yeah. it uh, I think it worked out pretty well. Well, I mean, I guess no. When we started living there, my office was in the second bedroom. For a little while. Now bit, that I'm thinking yeah. back on it. Yeah. Because we, we had the two bedrooms and, and it was in there until, Flynn. you know, until other things happened and <laughs> someone else occupied that room. <laughs> and then I moved into the laundry room. I forgot about that. But yeah, yeah we too. had that second bedroom in there and I had, the, I had my office in there. But yeah, for a while, for, a, you know, a year or so, I guess, that we were in there. And then mm -hmm. I moved into the... Uh, into the laundry room, <laughs> which worked out pretty good. Poor guy. But, but yeah, and then, you know, I think that moving into the condo really helped us out because, you know, when we were living with my parents, we, we you know, they had their neighbors that we met and we're going to touch on them next episode. And, you know, they were, they were a little bit older than us, though. We were friendly with them. But moving into the, the condo, we actually had some people who lived around us that were the same age as us or close to the same close. age as us. Yeah. So we would, you know, go out. Everyone would just go, you know, open up their garage doors and, you know, there'd Hang be barbecues outside. out there and people would be hanging out outside and talking and things like that. So, I mean, to be completely honest, it takes us a while to warm up. We're introverts. So yeah. it's it, hard for us to, meet you know, it was a, we were there for a good year before we really even t started talking with people because we're introverts. So, well, you know, we stay in, you know, we go, yeah. we go out, we go to work, we go out, we go to a movie, we, we stay yeah. inside when we're there. And, and honestly, we didn't really have much of a reason to be outside, just hanging outside of our garage until we did have right. Flynn. Right. You know, but, um, we met some of our really good friends in that condo establishment. It was, you know, Maria and Kyle and their kids and, Rachel, Rachel and Dan, Dan. Mm -hmm. and their kids, and still, thankfully, you know, we're still yeah. friends with all of them, even though we've since moved away from. Yeah, there. we still we'll see we still see them all the time, and we too. hang. Yeah, and we hang out with them, and mm -hmm. you know, it's it's all the kids it's good. Are yeah, there's they were like going to the same school. You know, we we'd lived in Wisconsin for like two two and a half years at that point, mm -hmm. and then we, we finally made some friends. <laughs> <laughs> it took a little while. Well, you actually got yeah, to meet I made a some, few people before that. Before that, you yeah. Looking for little groups and things like to to try to find out 
what kind yeah, of I decided I wanted to embrace fully embrace my geek mm-hmm. and finally play some Dungeons and Dragons, you know, because <laughs> why not? I'd read the books, I'd you know, I'd looked into it. It was interesting to me. So finally I'd actually, you know, meet other people who were also interested in it. And I, I went online and there was a, a there's a website called Meetup or whatever and um I'd signed up for one of the meetup groups and they were having a get together at a local uh, board game store um, in one of the towns south of us. So I drove down there and got into this game with a few guys and, and hit it off with, with three of them right away. It was um, Chad, Adam and Bob were there and they ended up becoming really good friends of mine that I still hang out with today. Um, Just, you know, met them on a whim. And And the funny thing is I was 40 minutes south of where we live, but all three of them live in the, in our town. Mm-hmm. So for some oh. reason, yeah, it was just, it ended up being like, you know, I got along with these guys really well and I'm like, Hey, we should get together and do this again. Where do you guys live? And they're all from the same town. And we're like, Oh, well that kind of worked out. So, <laughs> so for a while a, you guys had regular gaming times yeah. and would hook up. That's on a whole other podcast. Stuff, but um, yeah. now a couple of years after, you know, life has, change that a bit you don't get to go out as often as no. you like but no. you know yeah we still hang out still i mean we still get out. together with all of them yeah, yeah. so once a, once a year at least at the very minimum <laughs> once a year but mo- most of the time more than that but we always get together and go to the, whatever new star wars movie is coming out now so that always mm-hmm. that's always something to look forward to that's for a me set date yeah exactly it's gonna be a set um, date <laughs> but yeah i mean i think it was <clears throat> You know, it was a it was a good move for us to come up here, and my parents really, really helped us out. And like we said earlier, it was it was humbling for us Very. because you know we we had come we moved down to Florida and paid off all of our bills and really got ahead, and then bought you know house. and bought a house and did you know like, did the adulting the right thing. Yeah, we were yeah. adulting. We were full on adulting, and then it all got like swept out from under us, and mm. you know just kicked in the gut and, you know, reset back to the beginning and, you know, move up north with my parents, you know, which is not what you want to do when you're, you know, and and again, you know, this is nothing against my parents. They helped us so much and they were amazing and it was awesome. And, and, you know, I can't thank them enough, but, you know, as as a late 20s, early 30s, quote unquote, adult, moving back in with your parents it's like oh you know it makes you you know it doesn't feel great it doesn't you know for the reason that we did too it was it was not because like you know we're we're building our own home and we're you know we need some time to while it's being built and then we're going to move in or or something like that you know and we don't want to rent what like we failed no epic you know (laughs) yeah total failure and then you know like scrape up what we've got left to carry up north with us and move in with my parents and you know but that being said being there for a year and a half we were able to save up a good deal of money we had all of our bills paid off of course you know we'd filed for bankruptcy all that kind of stuff and then moved into a really nice condo and had it it was a great setup met new people you know got back on our feet friends you know, money in our pocket, we were like, we're back on top, you know, so it was like, it was good, like we had that, you know, it was like a transition there, but we were finally feeling like, hey, we're doing something right again, we're, Mm -hmm. 
maybe we're actually functioning adults again. So, <laughs> maybe. you know, which is, yeah, sort of, we'll, we'll see if, you know, how that all plays out. All but, right. um, <laughs> but yeah, next, the, the, yeah, the next episode, we're going to get into some more fun stuff and we won't reveal too much now, but there's some great stories coming up in the next episode about, about what happened next in our lives. And we've alluded to it. Of course, we've, you know, told you all that we have a son now, so we're getting there. And the next episode, we're going to talk about how, after being told, you know, as you already heard that we had an absolute 0% chance of having a child of our own, we're going to tell you next episode how it actually happened. And the fact that we do have a biological child of our own, like it, it was not impossible. So our miracle a, um, baby. Yes. Uh, you know, and I'll say the it right now for this I'll, podcast. <laughs> yeah. And I'll say it right now. So we don't have to rehash it in the next episode, a big hearty F you to the doctor in Florida that told us that we couldn't have a baby of our own because, you know, we'll talk about it the next episode we did. So yeah. he was a terrible doctor. Yeah. So, so with that, we will uh, transition to talking about a really, really awesome movie. Again, another underrated movie, I think, but really, yeah. really awesome. Okay, so we want to talk about a great movie that we put up on sort of the same tier, you know, or approaching the same tier as The Princess Bride. And you'll notice that we gauge, Princess Bride is our metric. Right. It's what we hold other movies up against. Well, at least to see fantasy if, movies. Yeah, to see if they fit. Like, is this a movie we're going to like? Well, how would we compare it to The Princess Bride? That's sort of our measuring. You know, I like we need to. I feel like this <clears throat> is the Princess Bride of the next generation. It kind of right, has yeah. everything that yeah. Princess Bride did. You know, like the fencing, fighting, love. Yeah. You know, all that kind of yeah. like stuff the, that they mention for like princess the, bride we we compare movies to the princess bride to the point where i think we should start a new rating system like instead of thumbs up it's like how many buttercups do we give this movie right exactly. so so this is like out of five buttercups this is like a four and a half buttercup movie for sure <laughs> so and, and it's right up there and it's um it's stardust um which most people i think it just kind of it didn't resonate with people for some reason. I don't know what happened <clears throat> um, in the American market. It just, they only made back like half their budget. Right. But in the worldwide, it did pretty Amazing. great. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what, what the deal was there. Shame on you, America. Yeah. What's but wrong But this with came you, out about 10 years ago in 2007. Ugh, can't um, it was that long starred ago. a relatively unknown dude at that, at that point, um, Charlie Cox. And I think he's perfect for it he's mm -hmm. adorable and and shy and you know he plays that character so so perfectly good. and if you don't know who he is um uh, if you don't if you've never seen stardust and you don't you know you can't picture the actor in your head it's daredevil you know if you've watched the if netflix daredevil show right now on, yeah on the he's, new daredevil. he's he's the daredevil now so you know but back then this was like the first major role he ever had i think it also starred Claire Danes and a ton of amazing other people. It's narrated by Sir Ian McKellen, and I'm sorry, but anything with Sir Ian is yeah. Where okay he opens his me. mouth is perfect. Yeah, yes. I mean, like you know, the guy has like one of those voices that yep. is awesome for anything. So Michelle yeah, Pfeiffer, Robert De Niro. I mean, just a ton of amazing people. Henry Cavill, it's, Superman's in it. Superman. It's so before he was Superman. <laughs> for me, it's 
I'm I'm an avid book reader. I think most people who know me know that. Um, I love my books, but this is one instance where I actually love the movie more than the book. And and we disagree on this. I I feel like it, it's a happier ending. I it like is. my happy endings. Yeah. And some of the the differences in the, in the storyline itself is better for me. Yeah. I mean, I I love the book. It's Neil Gaiman and like he's he's my boy. Like He's great. He write anything he writes, I'm I'm in for. And the book was amazing. So pick up Stardust if you like Gaiman because he's it's awesome. Um but yeah, it does it has a more melancholy ending than the movie does. And he and he actually said he liked the ending of the movie better than his. Like he's actually said that. So, you know, he didn't go back and change it or he didn't George Lucas, the ending of his book or anything, but he, (laughs) you just curbed George Lucas. Yeah, I did. You know, because that's what he does. Like, I'm going to go back and change everything. And, you know, don't you tell me different. I am George Lucas, you know, but they, it was, you know, this was really good. And, you know, both endings, I like both endings, but you know, he, he, it's approved. You know, the new ending is approved by him anyway in the film. But, oh, and Robert De Niro, I don't know if you mentioned him. Robert De Niro was in it, and he plays this sky pirate. Captain like in, Shakespeare. In this, yeah, in this world, they there's apparently, you know, flying airships, and they <laughs> these pirates go through storms, and they capture lightning, and they bottle it. You know, they put it in these containers and then they sell it on the black market. Like apparently, I don't know what they're using the lightning for. Like if they plug their iPhones into it or whatever, to like, because I don't think they have power plants on the other side of the wall or anything. So maybe it's just power. It's electricity power. for them. I don't know. Or they use it for magic spells or they, you know. So either way, it's power. Yeah, they shave with it. I don't know. They do something with it. They pay for it anyway. So 200 guineas for a box of fresh lightning. Um <laughs> Well, that's what it, that's what it was. That's what it went yeah, for. That yeah. was the going rate. But you know, they it, it was cool. You know, like you don't. I think it was one of the first times, other than that horrible, horrible movie, um, Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Like you don't see many sky pirates. Like that's right. not a you know, it's in a lot of video games, but you don't see it in a lot of movies. So it was good to see that. And in Robert De Niro, back to the actual point of what I was saying, Robert De Niro was really, really good because he plays like this, you know, when you first see him, he's like, Oh, you know, this I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna run him through and put him in the brig and grr arg and then he finally gets them alone and he's like, Oh, hello and like he just he goes totally effeminate and you know at one point he's even cross-dressing and he's you know fanning himself and doing the can can in the mirror and and like he plays it so perfect and guys it's robert de niro and he does it and 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 it's amazing and and let's verb it again and he robert de niro's it like it's perfect you know like anything else that he does and it's just it's great and he does the he's one of the best parts of the movie so totally steals it um But there's so many other great things about the movie. I mean, amazing score, the music, phenomenal. Yeah, Even, they don't use they don't do that thing where they like pull modern music into it. They actually have, 
you know, somebody somebody wrote a score for this movie, a full score for the movie, and it's fantastic. And it has like that great epic music that you expect in a movie like this. And it's you know, you you definitely feel the music when you're watching it. And even the the end credits when when okay, I don't know if any of you guys remember Take That. I think they're a British band, um, but they wrote a song called Rule the World for the end, and it's for this movie specifically because they right. mention Evane's name. Right. But I mean. Most people would probably consider this song super cheesy, but for me, <laughs> I love it, and it brings like tears to cheese, my so eyes all the time. Every time I hear it, I just imagine Tristan and Devane and their beautiful love, and yeah, I imagine a, our beautiful per- love, and yes, it makes me a- all gushy inside yeah there you, and that's what it's supposed to do. That's why yeah. they wrote it. So it 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 served its purpose. So that but was the good. score phenomenal. Sets gorgeous. Awesome. They filmed yep. it in like what's. Scotland or Ireland or, or somewhere uh, yeah. in those, the British Isles. And my favorite is costumes because yeah, they did an so amazing many job. details. Like all if you're not the, paying attention, you'll miss it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, a bunch of the main characters, well, secondary there's, characters. There's seven, seven, brothers. seven brothers. And they're all named, you know, by the, the number they were born. So Primus, Secundus, Tertius, you know, and it goes all the way up to Septimus. Septimus, yeah. Each one of their costumes, if you look very, very closely, are embroidered with their The Roman number, numerals of their number. Either yeah. the, a regular number or the Roman numerals, you know, but it's just that kind of attention to detail that is And like they were really attention to detail because, and these are some of the facts we looked up because of course we didn't notice this because you'd have to be crazy to notice this. Septimus's song, like his score is written in seven eighths time. And he's, you know, Septimus. Mm-hmm. He's the seventh, you know, and he and always has, yeah, he, he has always has six, six people servants, with him. So there's seven of them in his party. And as opposed to Primus, who when he's searing for the, the stone, he's, he's alone. alone. Right. So and, and they kept they kept it all the like way that. through, and I'm sure there's more little things like that mm-hmm. hidden all throughout the movie yeah. that you that you don't notice unless you're really paying attention, or you go and and look it up on Wikipedia and then go back and watch the movie again <laughs> like we did. But you know, there's a lot of stuff that we didn't notice that that we did. I mean, we noticed the numbers; that's yeah, pretty numbers, apparent. But yeah. like the things like how many people they were traveling with, I didn't notice that until we looked it up. But it was it was kind of interesting to go back and watch it after seeing after reading all that stuff about it and how much detail they put into it, how much love they put into this movie. And then it didn't get any love in return when it came out, at least yeah. here in America, it which is too bad. So sad. Cause it's, it's really, really good. And they did such an awesome job on the whole thing. I'll um, never get sick of watching this movie ever. No, we, and that's the one thing you learn about us when, when we like a movie, we're not one of those couples that watches a movie once we watch it over and over and over again we we always go back to the movies that we like we talked about one last time um sing street and mm-hmm. that movie came out last year and we've probably watched it four times already so at least yeah <laughs> so we kind of we're a little crazy about our movies as you know because of our whole podcast but mm-hmm. um but yeah so next um Next episode is going to be um, a good one. I think it may, I don't know, it may run a little long. We're going to have a lot to talk about mm-hmm. um, with uh, with everything that happened. So be ready for that one. It's going to be a really good one. And, um, and you know, the movie we're going to talk about, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, we'll, Subject we'll, matter, yay. Yeah. Movie, eh, meh. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we'll see. But, uh, but yeah, so we will, uh, we will see you guys next time. <laughs>